Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Welcome to Amber Rose Presents Risque with Roxy and Ruby. I'm Roxy and I have an unapologetic approach to everything I do. Y yo soy Ruby, a traditional woman with a modern perspective on life. We're going to be talking about social media, hot topics, pop culture, relationships, politics, sports, and everything in between. Buckle up. Risque with Roxy and Ruby. Prepare for takeoff. Three, two, one. Oh, man. So today we're bringing you the best show of your life because we are four <laughs> days away from Nochebuena y nuestra comadre Ruby is back. I'm back. I'm so excited to be back, comadre. I needed you. I needed Antonio. Erika, did everybody. you miss? Did you miss all your family at Risque? Oh my God, I really did. Oh my God, we're happy to have you back. And with that, we brought a bottle to celebrate because it's always a celebration when when Roxy and Ruby are together. Yes, always, always a celebration. Tenemos mucho que chismear. We have a lot to talk about. I've seen that you've you, you who have you interviewed in this time that you've been hustling? Oh, oh my God, God. again, like, who did you sit Ever. down with? Este Espinosa Paz, Alejandro Sanz, Luis Fonsi, las esposas de quién? Everybody, Marco Antonio Solis, J-Lo, A-Rod, Marco Antonio Solis. Really? I I have a big Latino fan. I do salsa. I teach salsa. Yes, and if I, you're like, who's that talking? Oh, this is our nice. girl, JJ Flizanis. Flizanes. Flizanes. <laughs> She's a holistic lifestyle and fitness coach. You're an author and the host of your own podcast about fitness because I love. you're going to love this, Ruby. JJ, you don't believe in dieting. Oh, no. I hate that word. No, right. So let me let me explain. If I ask you, if you ask me, what's my diet? That just means what do I eat? Period. What do I eat? What don't I eat? What do I eat? If someone says they're going on a diet, it means I'm going to do something temporary <laughs> to lose some weight that I plan to never do a long term. That's, That's what dieting sad. means. And so that c lack of commitment means I'm actually really not changing my lifestyle so that it's just a yo-yo. You're going to go right back to where you were because you didn't do anything different that you're keeping a part of your life on a regular basis. Okay. So what do you, t I mean, man, there's so many things we can discuss with you about holistic because I love holistic lifestyle. Um, my mom is really big into holistic stuff, but what do you tell people that have they're kind of they're not overweight they're not underweight they're just like at a plateau because sometimes that happens where you're like you can't lose weight and you're like i'm not eating carbs i'm not you know drinking alcohol too much like you just what, get what, stuck you get stuck why does the body get stuck like that sometimes well, there are many reasons the body can get stuck, and I know that one of the focuses you guys wanted to talk about today was my second book, Fit to Love, but I have a third book that I just launched in May called The Invisible Fitness Formula, Five Secrets to Release Weight and End Body Shame, and it's been I've been a personal trainer for 20 years, and yeah. in that 20 years, I've been integrating all aspects, mind, body, soul, psychology, spirituality, into the journey because I got tired of working with people who wouldn't 
take on doing their own work outside of the sessions with me. So let's say I'm working with a, a, a client with fitness and everyone knows they need to move more and eat you know, cleaner or eat less. Yeah. But the question becomes, why don't you do it? And then there are other scientific things that come into play like biochemistry, your endocrine system and your hormones. There thyroid, a lot of women have a thyroid issue. Absolutely. There's a lot of there's a lot of medical and scientific things that actually stop you. In fact, even food biochemically, there are certain foods that stimulate cravings. People think they're emotional eaters. They may just be eating the wrong food. Yeah. If you're eating food that stimulates craving, all of a sudden you think, oh my God, I must be so upset because I just keep eating and I keep eating. When actually you're eating the foods that stimulate cravings. So again, What's there's that food? Uh, gluten, dairy, sugar. <laughs> gluten oh. and dairy and sugar are the first three uh, that stimulate cravings. What especially about gluten. alcohol? Alcohol doesn't necessarily, well, it's sugar, depending on how you have your alcohol, but it doesn't necessarily stimulate cravings. What it may stimulate is sort of your the need to soak up that alcohol potentially when if you're drinking too much, then you feel like, oh man, I need, I, bread. I need to eat something because I feel a little bit woozy. But alcohol by itself doesn't necessarily stimulate cravings depending on the sugar content of the alcohol. And we also have to be aware that there are certain body types. You can't necessarily be that skinny if your body's a thick body, right? Well, and skinny isn't necessarily healthy. I used to test body fat when I used to work in New York City at a gym. I was actually director of education for a club that had three different locations in Washington, D.C. and New York. And, uh, New York. and I would test these people with body fat. And I'd have like the sort of the older woman with, let's say, excess body weight on her after the little Asian woman who was 98 pounds. And she would test her body fat and say to me, I, I need more fat, don't I? I said no, because she was 35. I, I called it. I saw her in line and I called it. And that woman's like, this one's going to have no fat. And I thought, no, she's full of fat. Just because she's 98 pounds, she was 35% body fat. She had no muscle. So it's not that skinny is healthy. Skinny isn't wow. healthy necessarily. We're looking at the wrong numbers. And in that book I just wrote, one of the chapters is called Divorce the Scale. We have to stop. Oh my gosh. I jump on the scale every morning. That's an addiction, my love. You have to stop doing that because you give your power away to the scale. No, but it doesn't depress me. Good. It, I as mean, long I, as you don't feel, as long as you don't feel emotional. But no, most people get I, on. But and, that's just to track your weight. Is that okay? Just to track it. it if okay, my I have to ask you why are you tracking your weight and what do you want to? Do you want to change where you are or do you want to keep where you are? I just want to maintain that weight and just like be aware if I'm just gaining weight. Me too. I want to make sure like, okay, I... I, But I don't go that bad, you know, like during the holidays. I just want to make sure that I just didn't like, oh my gosh. Pick out on too many tamales, you know? So... If you're if you have no emotional attachment to what the scale says, whether it goes up or down or stays the same, my next recommendation for both of you would be to get your body fat tested. Because remember, as you age and as you lose hormones, if you're not putting on muscle, then you can stay the same weight for 10 years and lose 15 pounds of muscle and gain 15 pounds of fat, Lord. which means your metabolism is slower than it was 10 years ago. And now it's a lot easier to gain weight and a lot harder to lose it. So the scale is not the answer. The scale is not the picture. It's just one number. You need to test your body fat that oh my means gosh. i'm fat no it doesn't mean your body fat are you calling me fat no <laughs> i'm not calling you fat no but you know what so basically what i'm understanding from everything you're saying is that that we need to move more in order to create muscle right or are you recommending that well, maybe he, older women lift weights here oh my god yes yes absolutely because if you're not if people aren't using the science of resistance training to add muscle you're not building muscle and you're working against sort of your body's aging process when you're losing hormones although i do recommend bioidentical hormones as you start to age but you want to make sure you're putting on muscle because otherwise you just keep because here's the thing sagging well sagging lower metabolism gain weight harder to lose it you're on a fighting battle downhill if you don't do something to combat that which is either bioidentical hormones and 
lifting weights and I don't mean lifting weights just like go to the gym and lift something really heavy there's a science to weight training and I'm a snob when it comes to making sure that you do it right and you do it so you don't you don't hurt your joints so you don't get an injury so I, that you I maintain your cartilage right so so lifting weights is no joke and it isn't for anyone to go in and just throw around weight and pick up the heaviest thing you have there's a science to building weight to building muscle <gasps> oh my gosh okay gosh, so how do I you how do you measure your, your oh no wait why do you feel guilty because I'm not moving enough like, well, I mean, I I feel like going to run a marathon now. No, Damn, no, no. Like, the marathons don't build muscle. So here's the thing. Don't feel guilty. Feel inspired. But there's something more you can do to even maintain. And even if you wanted to get leaner, maybe who cares about the scale, but maybe you get leaner and you feel better and you feel stronger. Don't look at it as I'm, don't beat yourself up. It's cool. Now you know what you can do and you can get better. There's an answer. Okay. Yes. Okay. You're right. You're right. I feel no shaming. No, no shaming, shaming. I feel inspired. That yeah. is so true. Thank you for checking me real quick on that. Well, how, how often can you, do you have have to check your body fat how often i usually recommend people test it every eight to 12 weeks if they're on a program to see that it's doing what they want it to do because i had a client recently i was her ninth trainer and she came to me while she was with another trainer because she knew she wasn't getting the results that she wanted and she was thin and she's aging she's 60 and when she met with me she said you know i'm just not getting the results i want i said well what do you want she's like i want to get leaner she's like i don't need to lose any weight i just want to get leaner i said okay so you need to build muscle what is your program and of course when she told me i said well here's the problem you're not on a muscle building program so after it just makes me laugh because i'm like nine you think of nine trainers and one of them was a physical therapist from the beginning everything I did with her was brand new I was like what you've been training with a trainer for 15 years and everything I'm doing with you is new so there's again there's science to all this stuff and well, when it comes to testing your body fat here's the thing when it comes to body shame and body weight if you love the way you look who cares if you're unhappy with the way you look you want to maintain the way you look yeah. then you have to sort of plan for the future and be preventative and get out ahead of it knowing that you're you're going to age knowing you're going to lose hormones knowing you're going to maybe slow down your metabolism then you get out ahead of it you learn that you build some muscle and then you test your body fat every six months you know what? I say if you're going to hire a personal trainer, they better have a degree in kinesiology. Like there's a lot of personal trainers out there that don't even really know the the true movements and stuff of a body. Right. So there's this one of my good friends. Uh, we're probably going to invite her on the show. Her name is Sarah Kaduzian. Like she has a kinesiology major. So she trains and gives results like quickly because she understands the body. That's great. You yeah, know there what are, I mean? Well, trainers, unfortunately, don't have to go through any kind of degreed process, and most of them can get an online course on a weekend, go into a gym, and never work with any of the equipment and become a certified personal trainer. Or they can lose a lot of weight and take a certification and become a certified personal trainer. So just know that the industry is not regulated, and uh, you really want to ask the right questions and and really know what people know in terms of their education. So yeah. I was asking you off air, what's, what's uh, the, what is it, the link between, what was I asking you? About sex, sex and... and fitness so my second book fit to love how to get physically emotionally and spiritually fit to attract the love of your life oh uh, that sounds amazing that sounds like something i want to do in 2018 okay say that again i want to get what fit to love how to get physically emotionally and spiritually fit to attract the love of your life that was my you better look good too though I'm not going to be the only care. one that's in shape. You know and what? I don't care, but I think there's a lot of insecure men. <gasps> oh, yeah. And I don't mean that in a, in a bad way. And they, like, I intimidate a lot of men because I'm very secure. And they don't like 
they don't they're insecure a lot of them so the question to ask would be what their relationship is with their mother Ooh. that would be how you oh. figure out how secure a man is is his relationship tell with me, his tell mother me. what 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 if they're insecure, I, that means what yeah i've come to learn that yeah if you have a if you're with someone who's has a bad relationship with his mother that's going to somehow reflect back on you later what if they have a manipulative mother yes then, then they're going to run be, for the hills then bitch. their triggers are going to be when when they hear you say something they may interpret it as you're trying to manipulate them too they might not be able to tell the difference between you and their mother Lord. when push comes to shove really yeah we choose our partners to heal the wounds of our past oh wait what we choose our partners to heal the wounds of our past so right now i have no partners so so what does that mean <laughs> That, that means that you, haven't, that you haven't chosen anybody yet. I, but usually we're attracted subconsciously <laughs> to people who remind us of our parents and what, what we and what we didn't get from our parents. I this is like the fifty millionth time I hear that. Thank and you. you know what? It's so I, wow, I don't know. I haven't really marinated on that, you know, because I feel like all my three boyfriends have been kind of different in their own way. You know, I've only had three boyfriends in my life. That's not bad, right? Like early thirties, only three boyfriends, that's not bad at all. Um but yeah, I don't. I think my mom and my dad are both amazing people. So it's really not going to come into play probably until you're in a really long term relationship or married, because there's that honeymoon phase, and then because what happens if it's not compatible, then you break up. Yeah. But when you get married and you don't want to get divorced three or four times, and you actually want to stay and take the hint that maybe this is something you need to work on, <laughs> um, then you can accept that you've chosen this person for a reason. What I like to recommend to people, we've had friends that have gotten divorced, and before they got divorced, I begged them. I'm like, look, I'm not saying stay together, just accept. And one of them had been married a couple times and I thought just take the lesson do the work learn why you why you chose this person heal your stuff so that when you get the next person you have to do this again and of course they didn't listen and of course they're gonna do the same thing so uh, but that's what happens if we don't take our we're, we are asked to grow in our lives in at least three different ways the first one is with your spouse the second one is with, with your when you have a child and oh. the third <laughs> and the third is if you have a business those all those ways ask you to grow and if you aren't willing then you know you really can't outrun your pain so People usually crash. So what's the what's the link between <laughs> sex and fitness? So I the, mean, isn't sex a physical activity? Oh, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. If, okay, okay. But how is it a more intense physical activity? Well, it doesn't have to be an intense physical activity for both people. Sometimes it's just for one person. It depends on who's doing the work. But I'll tell you one thing: some of the best orgasms you're ever going to have with somebody, right, is when you're both into each other. And has it ever happened? I mean, we're talking about sex here. We're gonna, we're talking risque with sin pelos en la lengua. Has it <laughs> ever happened? Que no haya pelos en la lengua. Right. <laughs> But has it ever happened where you're making love with somebody and you both climax at the same time? That is magical. Has that ever happened? Wait, yes. please say yes. Close. Yes, close. Like, what about not, you? Not, not, not right at the yes. same. Not exactly at the same time. Yeah, yeah. I'm talking yeah. about at that moment yeah, where yeah. you're like, it just happened to me you, once. You no. both climax at the same time and you're like, <gasps> what was that? <laughs> Holy smoke! My dad is not listening to. That's me. magical. <laughs> uh, Ruby, do you think your dad still thinks you're a virgin? No. Exactly. <laughs> Okay, so how is this book going to tell us how to ha how to attract the love of our life by getting physically, emotionally, and spiritually fit? 
So there's a th- five-step process. The first one is to be to clean the slate. So this is a good place for you to be since Ooh. you get clean the slate. So we have to we can do that in a couple different ways. The first way is to do a physical cleansing like a detox. Get the Which stuff. I did already. Good. Perfect. Okay. Not no more because we're drinking ready. we're drinking Ciroc French right, vanilla. To Ciroc. So cheers to, Ciroc. to that, you guys. <laughs> so I'm definitely off my detox. Yeah. So a detox is the first way to do a physical cleansing. Then we have to look at our lives and we can do an actually purging of our environment because I'm doing that too. Did I hear were you the one that talked about feng shui? Did you mention feng shui last somebody on some show mentioned that they had met somebody who did feng shui. Anyway, feng shui, if you don't know what that is, it's the energy yes. of stuff, right? So if you ha- live in clutter, you don't have a good flow. So you're not necessarily going to be a- attracting things that, that are in that flow. So when it comes to your stuff, purging. You know how many people keep their wedding dress after they get divorced from their first marriage or the second marriage? Oh, I'm like right. about to so, sell my Jeep because I'm purging that deep. I'm selling my good, Jeep. I'm good. selling my bike. I'm like, I I heard through somebody that if you don't purge before the year is over, listen, you guys, Christmas is right around the corner, that you will not allow good new energy that's supposed to come to you. It's not going to be able to come because you're holding on to all this old right. shit. Absolutely. And that's the same, again, physically. So spatially when it comes to your stuff in your house in your desk in your drawer wherever in your car but then on the next level it's relationships taking a real hard look at what toxic relationships do you keep around and why and are there people that you don't have to necessarily fire people but let's say there are really negative people that you feel obligated to hang out with maybe it's time to like let go let go and just see them less there's just like a little lover here and there oh that's fine Okay. There's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> there's nothing wrong with that little lover here and there. So, so cl- cleaning the slate is the first step. Um, and then there's four more steps. And each one has to do with, at, again, cl- cleaning the slate, getting ready for that new person. Sexual fitness is the second one. So if you're Ooh. someone who needs to get into their body, is someone who isn't yes. having sex often or isn't physically fit enough to have sex, and it's uncomfortable for you. Again, you can't, you're looking at it, it, has to, it is fitness. It is physical movement. But for women, the other thing, too, is getting into your femininity. And for a lot of us who are business owners or, you know, ball busters and, like, and work a lot, right? <laughs> Why do you point at me? I'm not um, a, do I look like a ball buster? <laughs> Anthony just shook his head, yes. Okay. Wait, wait, hold on. Anthony, get on the mic. What do you define as... Well, People have the wrong image of me. I'm not a ball buster. I'm super oh, maybe, feminine. Uh, maybe I um, misinterpret the word. Okay, what, did you what think do you think I, of when then. she says ball buster? You bust balls. <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean to you? It's like the, you turn the guy out in bed. I don't know. Oh, <laughs> and it, okay. I like that. A ball buster because it could be in a negative way because I, I don't. Yeah, that's no. Okay. No. Well, uh, let me rephrase. I didn't mean to make it negative. Let's say someone who's strong, independent, outspoken, won't take. I've heard you guys say you're unapologetic. Don't we you think are. that's ball busting to be I, unapologetic? Yeah. Right. Okay. Thank you. So, <laughs> all right. Like, yes. You could be a ball buster too, huh? I girl? know. Well, JJ. I, I wrote the book because I know what I've, I've done it too. I can't write it if I haven't done it. So, oh so that God. has to do with getting into your femininity, which is why I do salsa, ladies. Latino music is mm. all about oh, following, yes. right? Especially so I tell people for sexual mm, fitness, mm. go take a salsa class. Ladies, oh. learn how to follow. Yeah. What's that? Oh, oh I or, love salsa. Okay, okay, I good. am an amazing salsa good. dancer. Me too. I can lead you. You can lead me? I can lead you. Okay, JJ, you're amazing, and I love what we're hearing so far. And we're going to continue this conversation about um, the five secrets to long-lasting weight loss because I know our audience, I mean, there's a lot of women that listen to us, and even men, right? Because men get to a plateau, I think, as well. So five secrets to long-lasting weight loss. And also, um, 
exercising smarter, not harder. Since we're entering a new year, I think everybody wants to be in shape, and wish, that's why a lot. That's why the diet pills are such a big hit because right. people want to take the easy dangerous. way. Very dangerous, and we're going to talk about that too. So coming back on Risque with Roxy and Ruby, la plática se está poniendo buenísima. So stay tuned. Hey, it's your girl Amber Rose, and you're listening to Two Bad Bitches, Roxy and Ruby on CBS's Play It. Risque with Roxy and Ruby. Turn up. All right, so regresamos. Welcome back, guys, to Risque with Roxy and Ruby. We're talking to JJ Flizanes. 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 Yes, a holistic lifestyle and fitness coach, author, and uh, how many books have you authored? Three. Three. So you're a writer, too. I'm more of a podcaster, but, I, a but podcaster. I have six podcasts. So I have what? yeah, I have video and audio shows. I've got a cooking show. I've got an exercise show. I've got a holistic alternative medicine show. I've got one on relationships. I've got one on... You and my mom have to meet. She's a, a hydrocolon therapist. Perfect. And she would love you. Yeah. And so I would love for you to have her on a guest on yeah, your podcast, absolutely. too. Absolutely. So um, speaking of, of fitness and, and just entering a new year, I know we were talking about purging. What do you think, and can you share with us five secrets to long-lasting weight loss? Because I think... As women, right? Como mujeres, the 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 biggest thing we see is the yo yo. Like we go up, we go down. We we're all like I have never in my life. Have you, Ruby? I've never met a woman that is not concerned in some way somehow. That's always trying to lose weight. Like I feel like women yes. were always trying to be skinnier or yes. be smaller or, or Photoshop ourselves yes. on pictures. That's the world we live in. I'm serious. Right, because there's a lot of shame, hence the subtitle, Five Secrets to Release Weight and End Body Shame. When you love the way you look, then you stop trying to do all that, and it becomes about health. It becomes a little bit deeper. It becomes about prevention and versus you know this little thing here and this little thing there. There has to be a deeper appreciation for who we are and how we show up and what we do to enhance that, not to fix it. My, you know, The second book, the Fit to Love book, came out of the idea that we could use fitness and self-care to love ourselves instead of shame ourselves. Instead of getting on the treadmill or lifting the weight and each time we do it, think, oh, I just I need to change because if I don't, I'm not going to like myself and no one else is going to like me and transform that into because that's not how I do it. I do it because I see that what happens when you don't work out. I see that if you do things incorrectly, that you're going to hurt your joints and have pain later in life. I see that people who are bent over because they have joint pain because they lost all their muscle and because they are weak and they're sick and they've got disease because they didn't take care of their health. So I do it from a place of I know if I don't take care of myself today, what's going to happen in 10 years from now? What, I, it's harder to clean it back up when you're such a mess than to maintain what you have and and, and come into a better form of self-care that's more that you regulate. I I work out because I care about my health and I work out because I care about my future and that's where I want to get people to. I eat because I care about my health and when people hear what I don't eat and what I do eat and they think, oh my God, that's so restrictive. Tell us. I'm paleo, gluten-free, dairy-free, and um, I teeter with keto. I love keto. I don't know how much I can, how long I can sustain keto, but but the point is when that's a, like a very limited diet, and people think, oh my God, you must feel so restricted. Here's the thing. I don't teach restriction. No one, no one likes to feel restricted. No one. I'm about replacement. You replace what you love, and you find a better way to have it. There is nothing that I can't eat that I, people say, oh, don't you miss donuts? Well, I can have a donut. I can have a paleo keto donut. Have have you had them? They're wonderful. I cook, I bake, I teach people, I have a cooking show. So they're, I, I believe all about making sure that you can replace so that you're happy, you're satisfied, you enjoy your life, you love your food. Look, I'm Greek and Italian. Do you think I'm going to like live restricted? I'm Greek and Italian. I'm all about food. Yeah. And can also, you drink wine? Yes. 
And also you have to make time to do those things because a lot of people blame it on time and I include myself like, oh, we don't have time. But I think just as we make time to have a drink, we have to make time for, you know, what we eat, right? Your food is your fuel. It's your your substrates to create your body, to create your cells. If you're feeding yourself crappy food, you're creating crappy cells. You're not helping your future. When I see drive through lines long as hell, I'm like, you know, in Spanish, there's a saying that says, lo barato sale caro, meaning like what's cheap is expensive in the long run. Yes. So it's like, yeah, I'm not going to lie. Those 99 cent Jack in the Box tacos late at night are good. But damn, the next morning, you're kind of like, what did I put in myself? Right. Right. I mean, what are your thoughts on in and out though? Because once in a while, in and out Burger... So there are fast food. In fact, I had a client today who came back after she worked with me a couple years ago and now she's back and she said, what I really love about working with you is that you meet me where I am and you recognize that I'm 27 and I'm going to go out and I'm going to drink and I'm going to have, I'm going to eat out. I'm going to want fast food of some kind. So we worked on what can you eat on these menus? I'm not going to, I'm not the person's like, oh no, just eat chicken breast and broccoli every day. Oh hell, that gets boring. Again, Greek and Italian. Like you got to love your food. What do you do with about cheese? If you don't do, oh, you don't do it. Oh, there's a ton of, no, but, oh, oh, but if, if you, if I fed you, you wouldn't know the difference you would be like this is amazing and it yeah would be i could there. tell you could good no i do and but i can teach people how to do that that's the point there's replacements again you don't have to go without you can replace so when it comes to you know drinking and going out i eat at chipotle i love chipotle i just don't oh, have I the rice i don't have the rice and i don't have the beans but i have a salad with lots of guacamole you don't have beans i'm um, a beaner I'm well, a beaner too. I love I know. beans. I know you Latinos love like your beans. I know. But hold I know. on, why don't you eat rice and beans? Because <laughs> everything turns to sugar. All carbohydrates turn to sugar. So when you look at like white table sugar and you think, oh, too much sugar is bad. What do you think your your rice and your beans turn into? Sugar. Okay, so give me an example. You go to Chipotle. A lot of people like Chipotle. In What do you order? I get the salad. I put the grilled peppers and onions in there i put my meat and i usually either get the uh what's the new spicy blend of um no it's chorizo they've got a chorizo i either use a chorizo or the steak or the chicken i put the pico i put salsa and a whole bunch and a whole bunch of guac no, I mean, well, vegetables are carbs. They're just full of fiber and they're a lot less calories and a lot less sugar. But when, you, when you're when you eating all this starch, that creates, that's a lot of sugar. And just like if you were, they're, they're, they're calories that are going to do something. They're going to get stored of body fat or used. And if you're not exercising and you're not lifting weights, you know, don't need to store that energy. It's going to get stored as fat. Dang. I mean, all this is your knowledge. This is why people pay you to train with you because you're very knowledgeable when it comes to all this stuff. Well, I live it too. It's, live not like, it. it's not like I'm telling you to do something I haven't tried. I'm the guinea pig. I try all of it. I do all of it. So so let's go. I think a lot of people eat gluten. If Some people don't even know what gluten is. Gluten is a protein found in wheat, barley, and rye. So basically, it's all breads made with wheat, barley, and rye. However, there's gluten-free breads made with brown rice flour, tapioca flour, potato starch. And sometimes, you can't tell the difference. I make a paleo bread that even has no flour in it. It's just cashews and eggs and some apple cider vinegar and salt and baking you soda. You make it from scratch? I make it from scratch. It's in a blender. It's very fast. It's very easy. It's not my recipe, but I make it all the time, I, and I've adjusted the recipe, but it's super fast. I mean, minus the baking part. I mean, you throw it on a blender, and you put it in the oven, and then you have this squishy bread that's got zero. It's like low-carb. It's considered a low-carb diet. I eat gluten-free bread, and... um I mean, I'm kind of getting used to it because I, I, so, so JJ, I don't know if you know, I follow this, uh, eating right according to your blood type diet. My mom really like, she, it's, it works for me, right? Cause there's certain foods I don't agree with my system. Dairy being one of them, blood type O positive. Um, and 
gluten makes me feel bloated. Like a lot of people feel bloated from gluten, but now I'm, I'm really aware of it now. So I ordered a brown rice gluten free bread, and at the beginning you can tell the difference because your it's your palate's trying to get used because gluten makes everything taste good. Pasta. It makes it chewy. It makes it taste good. So I'm like, oh, now though I'm getting used to my gluten free bread. But it makes me feel good Girl, when I eat it. Like you got to ask me about brands. Let's talk about brands. I can get you some gluten-free breads that you won't know the difference. Really? Yeah. Okay, we're talking about it. Well, Eddie Kyle has a question. The homo What homie. up? The homo homie in the house. So I, <laughs> I'm fascinated at the fact that you're just talking about this because I've been looking at uh, vegans and uh, vegetarians and stuff like that. And, and um I don't. I stay away as much as possible from soy because soy has a lot of estrogen, which yep. produces yep. A, a lot of that in, yep. in males. And I don't want to grow breasts. Good. As gay as I am, I don't want to grow breasts. <laughs> we should all stay away from soy, by the way. But go on. Yeah. Um, but yeah. my alternative I've been looking at was the chick uh, chickpea stuff. Yeah. The chickpea flour and everything. You can make like a chickpea eggs and stuff like that. So is that a good alternative? And you know, what do you think? Because I, I also saw that documentary. What the health. And Ooh. what do you think about that? So, what the health is not f- substantiated. Sorry, vegans, uh, but there's a ton of medical people out there who've taken that that movie apart about all the claims that are made that are not backed up by any studies or any science. So, not the whole thing. Um, so, if you you know you want to be vegan because you want to be healthier, know that I train a lot of people that come off of a vegan diet because they've gained weight on a vegan diet because they eat yep. too many starchy too carbohydrates, many carbs. Yeah. too many right. carbs, too much said rice and beans, right? Rice and beans, and you're not getting so when it comes, you know, you can do it right uh, as a vegan. In terms of getting all the nutrients that you need, but just again, staying away from some of those carbohydrates. If you're talking about a protein substitute, pea protein is a really great one and hemp mm-hmm. for vegans. Uh, soy, if you're going to do soy, make sure it's organic, non GMO, and tempeh is the best form of soy because it's fermented. Ooh. But you could do tempeh and not any other kind of soy and you could be okay. Oh, awesome. awesome. Why Good is soy too. bad? Because soy is one of those crops that are genetically modified. So we have changed their chemical structure. We've added pesticides to them and their fillers. So they get added to lots of foods because it's cheap. And so people can fill up those foods with you know soy-based products and, uh, and make more money. Is, if, so if I'm lactose intolerant and I like my almond milk or soy milk, what, what's better? Almond milk or coconut milk. Almond, I do coconut, almond rice, I do almond hemp, or soy. Okay, so so, I go, so go almond. How about cashew? Cashew's great. Yeah, I love okay. cashew milk. Yeah, cashew so delicious has an awesome cashew milk um, ice cream. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, there's a snickerdoodle. Oh my god, uh. <laughs> it's even gluten free. It's like p- pieces of of like cookie dough in the ice cream, and it's cinnamon. Anyway, it's to die for. So oh shout out to so delicious. I don't like sweets, which I like it that I don't like. That's sweets. good. That's good. Yeah, then don't, I like don't, sweet and then salty. Don't eat, then don't eat the ice cream. Um, but we can find we can find replacements if we need to with things that you do love. And you know maybe there's a food that you love so much that you don't want to find a replacement for, and that's fine. It's about the eighty twenty. What you do eighty percent of the time. You know, again, being Greek, the one food that I haven't been able to replace so easily is phyllo dough. So spanakopita, mm. taropitas. But actually, there are companies making it. I haven't tried it yet. But to last year for Christmas, I made a taropita out of a gluten free dough. It wasn't the same as phyllo dough. But I liked it. We liked it. It was crunchy. I'm like, I don't even need phyllo dough. I'm good. I can replace anything I want with a better, healthy option. Okay, so I, I love this. The action steps to begin our transformation because, yep, uh, you know, I know this is kind of cliche. This is why. Do you do you do New Year's resolutions, Ruby? Mm. You know, resoluciones para el año nuevo. <laughs> <laughs> do you? Um, just stop smoking. That's what I used to do. 
You know what? So uh, I have this thing that I created with my family uh, maybe about seven years ago, and I actually incorporated it into my nonprofit, too. Like, I encourage women to do this. I'm not saying you have to, but it's a suggestion. So I was reading up on New Year's resolutions and how people by mid-January have already their, – their New Year's resolutions are, like, like out the a door. a month or, yeah. like, four, four days. Yeah, so I thought to myself, you know what? Let me – Focus on a word that I want my entire year to to I want whenever I feel lost, confused or whatever I'm going through, I go right back to that word and it just kind of like refocuses me. So um, my my thing is, I think a lot of people do New Year's resolutions and they they're lost by the you know, they're they start off pumped up. We're going to go to the gym and the new year. I'm going to lose 25 pounds. And you're Yo like, what? Propositos. How do you say that? Proposit- un proposito. Propos- like, proposition? No, no. It's proposito, like a purpose. Yeah, what like is a purpose? A pr- I have a purpose this year. Like, let's say. I'm, intention? I'm, uh, yeah. Like, like an intention. Intention? Is that? Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Like this year I'm going to, um, I don't know, if I want to land the biggest interview in my career. Like that's what my, you know, my focus is going to yeah. be to get that. You know, like I, I, I believe in that. I don't believe in like, I'm going to stop drinking soda. Like I don't believe in those things. Yeah. My thing is like, you don't need a new year to stop anything or to start anything. Yes, you no. know what I mean? I'm a big believer in that. So my, my, I, I tell, I encourage my family. I just became creative one day and I went in with my little, remember the little flip cam when oh, it used God. to exist and <laughs> yes. it had its own little so editing program. Age. And I was like, you yeah. know what, what is your word for the year? So I encourage everybody like, Choose a word that you want to focus on this new year that's going to make you feel good. It's going to make you feel empowered. So my year for 2018 is my word is prioritize, right? So I like this. What are the four action steps to begin your transformation? Like you said, clean the slate, sexual fitness, which means what? Just well, have we're a lot more about, sex? No, no. <laughs> Why do people turn the light off? No, no, no. Okay, right. So that's partly what... Se- okay, so that's a little bit about what sexual fitness has to be about in terms of shame, loving your body, accepting your body, and for women, activating your feminine, for men, activating your masculine, for women, bringing down your masculine, and really being able to... Because you have to polarize. If you're a masculine woman who wants a masculine man and you have activated your masculine, you're repelling. What's a masculine woman? Like us? Well, we all have both. We all have all men and women. Okay, yes. Anthony's giving you the yes. And that just means Damn, that's, Anthony, what does that mean, Antonio? You're, you're, Pinch Antonio de la boca. You're judgmental not to today. You, you're being judgmental today on me and Ruby. No, no. I mean, she's talking facts. So when she said that, I pointed at you guys. She's I mean, speaking she, the truth. She, okay, saca sometimes, sometimes you ladies just take too damn over. You're just like, let the man take care of you sometimes. A lot of times, let a man be a man because we like to take care of our women. But if you want to do every damn thing by yourself, I there's, don't. There, there's no room for us. I. Then why, why would I need you then? Listen, listen. Why? And you. That's why you would shut say- up. <laughs> damn. Do we need a man to talk to us? Like shut your ass up. Uh, no. That will be a problem if you even try to direct your word. You know what? Look, that I mean, look. I now that I'm single, different in the bedroom than it is like everyday life. So what I think she's talking about is no, just being sub, like just being like the dominant one in the bedroom, like the controlling one. No, like let's say you have this powerful man, like powerful, like in oh what my way? God, like just in in life, you know, like like what? And like he's then, an athlete, or I'm not gonna. But you always make me spill the beans. I'm not gonna fucking tell you nothing, comadre. So I will never spill your beans, Ruby. Know, you know that. I know you'll eat them. I just throw in direct. <laughs> Only you, you and I know what beans. we're she talking throws about. In just a little bit of rice here and there. No athletes, no. So, um, so okay, so then you have a powerful man in the bedroom. You were saying, yeah, and no, and then the door closes, and then they. 
then they are so insecure. Why? And so it's a good question. So my experience and observation mm-hmm. is, and this can be for women as well, but I'll direct it towards men. Uh, there are certain places where people are really, they know they're really good at something. And so they take the lead, they take charge, they've been allowed to, they have a, a confidence and, and a poise about that. But then there are other areas of life where maybe they're not. As I mean, so t- speaking of the salsa world, I've dated a lot of salseros. Okay, and a lot of salseros are men on the dance floor. Oh my God, because you're a woman, you're following. I'm not in charge. Okay, in real life, not so much. Uh, and it's a huge dichotomy because in life, they don't lead like they lead on the dance floor. Wow. And you're telling me they're bad in bed. No, 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 no. Did not say they're bad in bed. What I'm saying is that they were not necessarily leaders in life. Oh, so oh so my no God. no good in bed not so great like in life with taking charge of let's say finances or business or relationships in the in the in the light right so that's what I mean when it comes to that makes so much sense because yeah. they are man- manipulated by the people around them yeah so so it's not that who you are in bed is going to be who you are going to be in the world sometimes the bedroom is where people are behind the scenes not who they are. In, in the world. So you have to know somebody on all levels and understand where your masculine and feminine balance comes into play. Because it's going to be different and how you deal with each other in the daylight in front of people and how you deal with each other behind closed doors in the bedroom. So, so how, either well, the freaks come out at night or the wimps come out at night. So <laughs> what would you recommend to Roxy and I uh, that are very strong? Well, I would, if you, you, you do salsa, you said yes? Yes, girl. So, so just remember, so, so pretend that salsa is like in life. If, if you are interested in a man, just as Anthony was saying, you have to let them lead. You have to let them take care of you. It doesn't mean you don't have a voice. Hallelujah. It doesn't mean to it, that. It doesn't mean you don't have a voice. It just means that if you want to. I don't fucking sh- dance salsa. Okay, so then we're going well, to teach you. <laughs> we're going to teach you because I'm serious. There's a really important lesson to be learned in salsa. But I dance band. You dance what? Banda. 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 I, don't, that's I don't know banda. But listen, when you do banda, you need to let the man lead you too. I he know. grabs you by the waist Agarrame. and he's like, let's go on a journey on the dance floor, baby girl. Quebrame, but listen, have you ever been with the man, Ruby, or you too, Jay? Are you single or you married? Married. Oh, you're married. Okay. Oh, and you, you, you're single days. No, but have you ever been with the man? Well, Anthony, you're a man, so no. Ruby, where... where He's all that. He talks to you amazing. You're inspired by, you're intrigued by his conversation. And then when you guys have sex, like his dick won't get hard. And you're like, bro, what happened? What happened to all this? No, but that shit is crazy. Like how embarrassing for the man. But the thing is that that's why the the light question came up because then he he was insistent on turning off the light. And I was like, wait, what? Like you're here with the beautiful woman. (laughs) But for real. I've been in that situation and that was because he was drunk. And why? You know, like it's just, and and usually I heard the women are the ones that want to turn off the light because they tend to be more insecure, right? Well, there's body shame. Yeah, sure. And some people actually can't concentrate because they, you know, they go in their head and that's how they can feel like into it. Otherwise, if they're too distracted by looking at things, their head starts going or they're looking or they're, Dude, or they're insecure. Th- but that's what turns you on. Some people, not all people. Again, that's depending true. on your level of body shame, not necessarily. <laughs> oh, oh my, my God. That's, 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 that's a whole may- different life. Maybe, maybe oh that day the guy forgot to groom himself or something. No. No. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> 
Okay. okay, here's another one. A food love affair? Yeah, so a food love affair was one of my favorite chapters in that book. And it's about our relationship with food. So, uh, Ruby, you're talking about how some of us use time as an excuse not to cook meals or to do better with our foods. That's one of the root problems, I think, in relationship with food. Because if you don't ever cook a meal, ever, if you don't handle food, you can't appreciate it. Oh, you, you, you have no relationship true. with it. God, and, and if you so true. And if you want to, in a big meal, not overeat, cook it. Trust me, when you handle the food all day long, cooking it, you don't want to eat it when you're done because you've had a relationship with it all day long. There's, that is so true. There's literally like an energetic transfer when you actually handle fresh fruits and vegetables. You're cutting, you're chopping, you're using your hands. You're in there. There's this neurological connection to the food. The food has energy in itself. So we have to heal our relationship with food. And a food love affair is literally like savoring. One of my friends who, God bless her, I hope her house is still standing in Ohio. But when we lived in New York together... She would bring a cantaloupe, and she was the first person that really taught me this. And she didn't teach it to me by telling it to me; she showed it to me. She brought a which can- is the best type of learning. Totally, she brought a cantaloupe up to my apartment. We were studying for a personal training test, and she was like, "Oh, look at this beautiful cantaloupe! It's so amazing!" And she she does that about kale. Her kids eat kale. Why? Because she has an orgasm over food, every like all food that's good for you. And she has this oh, amazing relationship me. with food. And it shows in their health. And that's what I'm saying. If people don't, if you don't handle it, if there's no relationship, if you don't love it, then you're going to be, you're going to have a dysfunctional relationship with food. You're going to overeat because you don't respect that's it. That's true. It's like sex. Yep. Yep. Oh, wow. Okay. And last but not least, there's two more, but we're running out of time. I like this though. Where? sexy underwear i'm gonna confess something right now i have an addiction to buying underwear i love like i I, love I, I like have like a credit card to like macy's nordstrom's and i never use them but when i do go i go straight to the lingerie section <laughs> and i'd rather buy new underwear than wash them i'd rather just like throw the old ones away and buy new underwear i love underwear yeah. so if my soulmate is listening to me <laughs> just know that i love underwear g-strings so where's sexy underwear is for people that, and this doesn't go for you guys. Again, in the Latino culture especially, women and men value sensuality yes. way more than white people. Okay, so I'm just put that out there. The Coming from the white the girl, we appreciate that. No, no, well, absolutely. Why do you think I love Latinos and, and is salsa? Is your husband and, a Latino? No. Why? <laughs> She's like, damn, I... <laughs> all, the re- all my ex-boyfriends were, though. <laughs> what um, the hell? <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, but, so, because you love sensuality, that makes sense because it makes you feel feminine. It gives you that little, like, sneaky underneath my clothes kind of thing. Yeah. Right, but, but, the, but the recommendation <laughs> is more for the women and the men who are a little more tight and have a grip and straight laced right in order to feel like a little looser and feel a little like pep in your step and feel a little more confident and it's not just about the underwear it can be about buying yourself flowers i've been i'm a big proponent of women celebrating valentine's day without using your man and making him do it for you i celebrate valentine's day with what i want to do that day and if i get something for my husband cool but if i don't i buy dozens of roses i go get them for myself i'm not waiting for anyone else to do it for me i've been buying flowers this week and last week and boy and it's been a while has made such a big difference in just the atmosphere because roses have the highest frequency I love it it's of my any flowers. favorite yep. red Bu- roses buy yourself <sighs> flowers wear jewelry get yourself something underneath so that way when you're walking around every day you're like haha like I have this really sexy thing on and it just it gives you an energy that is more loose and fun and playful and will attract more things oh my god and on that note we are so educated I'm like ready for 2018 for my soulmate wherever he's at. How can people find you on social media? JJ Flazane's 
dot com. If you go to my website, there's actually all the links for all the social media. I mean, I'm on Instagram, I'm on Facebook, I'm on Twitter. So jjflizanes.com, J-J-F-L-I-Z-A-N-E-S.com, and all the links are there. We love your knowledge. We'll, we're going to see you again on the show very soon. Please. Because we're spitting knowledge to all the people that need to know about food, man. Like, the relationship with food is yep. so important. We could do a whole show on the no relationship with food. No wonder I love, like, holding big things in my hands, like Crispinos. sweet potatoes. You know, I, I just, I feel <laughs> like. Yeah, we're coming right back, and we're talking to a, an amazing, talented woman. This woman was named Artist. Uh, an artist at the forefront by Ebony Magazine and she's in the house and we can't wait to chop it up with her and get her story para que te sientas motivada and enter this new year así con mucha motivación de que si ella puede yo también puedo we're coming right back on Risque with Roxy and Ruby Yo hola yo soy Juan Rivera and you're listening to Risque with Roxy and Ruby on CBS's Play.it let's get it and we are back, ladies and gentlemen. I swear, our, our podcast, every time we open the mic, it gets better and better. Oh For real. We're back, guys. Welcome to Risque with Roxy and Ruby. And we are joined by our girl. You uh, were named an artist on the forefront by Ebony Magazine. Which yes. is, that's pretty dope because that basically tells everybody, look out for this girl because she's the next up and coming hottest thing that you got to look out for, right? Our girl, Colleen Caruso. Yes. Welcome to our show. Thank you. How are you? You're from Texas, right? Originally? Houston, Texas. Houston, Texas. Yeah. From, uh, isn't like Beyonce Beyonce's from there. From there. Absolutely. There's a lot of talent like from Texas. Have you noticed that? Who else is from Texas? Um, like Baby Bash is from Texas, and then I mean, there's a lot of people from Texas. There's a lot of ghetto boys. Yeah, there's <laughs> the a lot of boys. there's a lot of talent from Texas that you've actually worked with, right? Absolutely. Like Slim Thug, Paul Wall, Paul Wall. Yeah, Latoya yeah. Luckett's from Houston. Yes. Yeah. So, Damn. and you actually started working, uh, not working, but hustling towards the vision of you singing in church. Right, you started. Well, I'm Catholic, so you know we don't get so down we, really with the get down at church. Are you Catholic, Ruby? I'm Christian. Oh, you're Christian. Okay. Um, so I really got my start um, just singing at local competitions, singing in church a little bit, um, church organizations, um, you know, different things through church. Yes, but I continued to do it. I was in several girl groups growing up. Um, I went to college. Hampton University when I came home I linked up with a family friend who became my manager at the time Goo and um, just started hustling with him he uh, was working with Paul Wall and Slim and all those guys at the time and so I was like the little sister I was just kind of tagging along and kind of took the the rapper approach you know I was going to clubs performing passing out mixtapes you know that kind of grind yeah damn you're very engaged are you very engaged? I'm I'm very married. You're very married. <laughs> oh, you're married? <laughs> Look at that ring. Snap. <laughs> Damn. Let me see. I didn't even notice your ring, girl. <laughs> you, oh, how my can God. you notice that? Really? How yeah. long have you been married? You're so young. Oh, well, thank you. I've been married four years. <gasps> How's yeah. that? It's wonderful. It's Ruby and I thing. ask you because we've never been married, but we both, I, I mean, at least I want, do you want to be married one day, Ruby? I do. I, I, I do. We both want to be married. Maybe in five years. I'm not take even it, gonna take your time. Do yeah. it when you're ready. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Listen, no, not right now. I'm sure. not even gonna date it at this point because everything I said, I was like, no, like, look at career wise, we're okay. But everything I've said that's gonna happen in a relationship for me, like at this age, I saw myself with two babies, married, bitch. That hasn't happened. So did at you this plan point, it? Did you plan it? <laughs> no. See what I mean? No, I didn't. No. I was really not expecting it. It was like a god thing. I'm telling you. Oh, really? Whoa. Yeah. How did it happen? It just like. 
Um, very random. Uh, my husband was a, a client of my mom's firm. My mom's a financial planner. And one of the associates... She's like, Ma, she's like, baby girl, this one has money, motherfucker. Marry him. Okay? He's no, the one. You know, it's so funny. My, my mom is not that mom. You know, she's not pushy with those types of things. You know, she's very about, like, doing what's right. And yeah. it has, you know, has to be right. So an associate brought him to the Christmas party, that the office Christmas party, and we met there. And oh, my gosh. So it's going to be how many years since you met? Five. Five, yeah. We just celebrated our four-year anniversary on November 30th. So oh, after a year, you got married. Yeah. After, see? Well, what you know what they say? Know. They say when a man, like, a man knows when he sees his wife, you know? And I'm talking about, I'm not talking about on social media, like, oh, you're going to be my baby mom. I'm talking about in person. <laughs> I've heard that from many men. Like, when, when I saw her cross the room or like you know those stories when i saw her walk into the room or walk into the elevator or walk into my office i knew that that was going to be my wife so oh man i can't wait till a man knows and feels that but it has to be reciprocal too you Absolutely. the man can't be the only one feeling like that's going to be my wife and you're like i'm not even attracted to you I but i mean like after i think it has to when it ha when it happens it has to be like after a year after yes. two years like that yeah. because when you're dating somebody for four or five years six years and they're not I, don't, I, I don't think know. the older you get, though, the more you know yourself and what you want and what you don't want. So I don't I don't feel like dating for a long time is required. Right. Yes. Yes. yes yeah. You know, sure. it's funny because I don't know what I posted on my blog the other day, but I had a lot of girls jump as a reaction to this um to this post that I posted. And a lot of girls are saying like, nah, you know, marriage is not for everybody because I've been with my baby daddy for 14 years and we're good. Right. And and but. You know, he still hasn't given me a ring, but it's like if you're good, you wouldn't even be thinking about a ring, right. you know? So do you guys feel like there are women that deep down inside want to get married but are influenced by society? Like, oh, if if, if it works the way it is, then why do it? You know, because I, I, so. I feel like inside I every woman kind of yearns for I that. I think every woman kind of, if you're exclusively with one man for more than a certain amount of time I think deep inside you want to be married I think so too yeah. I think so too I think for so sure too. I think so too and I, I just like that post particularly got a ton of reaction and I was just like okay you probably wanted to get married and so did you and so did you and he hasn't proposed to you after 11 years so you're just saying that just to say it you know mm -hmm. what I mean so I was reading that um, Beyonce's mom Tina Knowles is actually your godmother so I grew up with the Knowles family um Miss Tina and my mother are very close friends. And, yeah, she is like a godmother to me. She's been very influential in my career from styling to just whatever I need, you know. She, that lady's she's fabulous. Amazing. She yes. is. She's very yeah. fabulous. <laughs> very fabulous. I remember, um, like, what is it, like, three, two years ago, my mom and I went to DR for a wedding. And Miss Tina Knowles happened to be on our flight. And she was, like, with her new husband. And I was, like, telling my mom, like, look at that. There's a lot of people that give up hope on dating or relationships. She's they're, like, an amazing. I'm 50 years old and no one's going to want me. And I look at Miss Tina Knowles, but she's fabulous too. Yes. <laughs> La mujer se cuida. She takes care of herself. Yeah. But she got remarried and it looks like this man is an amazing man. And yeah. it looked like they were ready for DR. I was like, <laughs> I was like, mom, I think that's Beyonce's mom. She's like, really? She's like, wow, she looks great. I was like, that's, that's how you're going to look too. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. But, um, so what, have you had any like mentorship from like, Solange or Beyonce have you ever had any have they given you any tips when it comes to your career or um, is it you, your relationship more like with their mom uh no I mean Solange and I grew up together um she was in my wedding you know so I try to reserve my you know my questions and things like that for stuff that I really need help with I've always yeah. tried to like you know be careful with the line between 
you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Work and and you know, so I don't I don't really like to ask for a lot of things, but they are super helpful with anything that I need. You know, if I do have a question or need advice or need a referral, they're super helpful. And besides them, like who are other women that you look up to that you can say like at a moment because this industry could get tough. I know. And <laughs> life could get tough sometimes, like yeah. when it comes to anything. You yeah. know, like who are those women that you run to? Because I know Ruby and I, we have an amazing relationship with our moms. My mom and for my sure. sister too. Yeah. Like who are who is that core unit for you? you as a woman it's my mom it's my mom a lot of women need you know i kind of worry when i talk to women and they don't get along with their mom oh my god like that's like a relationship that should be healed and should be empowering and should be beautiful absolutely it's my mom i call my mama for everything she's like girl i mean anything i took a picture i'm like do you like my outfit before i go like mama what should i uh, cook for dinner tonight mom girl (laughs) (laughs) and what would you say is like the hardest part about marriage or is it not hard? Um, it, it is hard. I think any relationship is going to be hard. You know, I think the thing about marriage, I have a friend who's single and she's always like, why do people always say marriage is so hard? And I'm like, think That's about it. That's my question. When you have a boyfriend and y'all get in a fight, he go to his house, you go to your house, you know, y'all cannot talk for X amount of days. And especially when you throw a kid in the fact that we have a two year old. Um, you have a two year old? I do. Girl. <laughs> For real. Do you have a personal trainer too? I don't. Or are you just genetically just, there's women that are she like is that. Gene- yes, yeah, she no, is. No, I, I do work out and I try to eat right. I wish I had, uh, you know, I do have good genes, but I'm just saying, you know, I still have to work out. Like Chrissy right. Teigen, she has a baby right back to like <laughs> supermodel status. You're like, listen, not everybody, just like I was talking to my sister the other day. I was like, you know why? Because she's a mom. We're mm-hmm. not moms yet. And I'm like, there's some women that suffer postpartum depression. Yeah. And there's some women that are like, Motherhood is amazing. I don't have one stretch mark. Life is good. No, Chrissy Teigen share her stretch marks. Everybody likes Chrissy Teigen because she's real. Yeah. yeah. Did, did you guys hear the story the other day? Where the, I don't know. E. Did you hear that shit? That, oh, your PR. Of course what? you heard it. But, what? What? Um, what? Chrissy Teigen is the realest, and I think that's why people love her because she was saying. Um, I guess. Okay, so Chrissy's pregnant again for the second time. We know John Legend's wife. She's pregnant, and um, E News. They were sharing something about her and they were saying that sources were saying that Chrissy during this pregnancy is not taking care of herself. She basically eats junk food. She has no limit. Right. But it says sources close to the star say. So she's like, E-News, what you really got to do is you got to reveal who, what close friends are telling you this information and sharing stories with you. Because that was outside the McDonald's. No. A lot of hamburgers. No, it's her friends. That's what she's saying. She's like, who are these sources that are telling you that I'm eating? Because it's probably true. It's probably true. So her close friends are selling stories to E into the paparazzi. Oh, That's fucked man. up. Like, yeah. right? That has, yeah, that happens all the time. Yeah. I mean, like, what do you do to keep your circle tight? Keep my circle super tight. I got, I can count all my friends on one hand. I think you can't. <laughs> you really can't. I mean, there's always going to be those. Well, you just got to stay prayed up and yeah. just, you know, yeah. like, just watch people. I mean, and, and, you know, I was actually, today, my interview that aired with Alejandro Sanz, I don't know if you know him, he's like... He's a Spanish singer, yeah. yeah. I love he him. He got honored this year for at the Latin Grammys as Person of the Year, right? Yes. So he was, you know, he got, he some of uh, his employees, like his close employees, betrayed him, and they used to, I think, drugged him at night, and like... What? Yeah, and like... And he was telling me, I still trust people, like, because the moment that they change who I am and I stop trusting people, then they won. 
That's true. Yeah. You know? So That's true. I still, I'm not going to change who I am just because of them. You know, I, I, sooner or later, you know, they're going to get his and, That's true. and theirs or whatever. So really, you can't, you know, keep your circle that tight. I mean, I mean, because throughout your career, you're going to meet people like, you know, I mean, we've been in the industry for a long time and it's like you do like I've actually I've had people that I thought were like groupie fans have have actually become my good friends and biggest supporters. And and it's just I feel like, you know, people got to prove yourself. People right. got to prove themselves to you to know that it's like they really love you maybe for your talent, for your charisma and they admire you, but it's right. not that crazy lunatic admiration either. Right. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But you never know when they're going to turn around. Whoever. Your friends, your family, your cousin. You oh, know? man. Well, I don't want to. I don't th- I don't worry about that. Like with my inner circle. That's what my I- inner circle is like my mom and my aunts and my okay. cousins and people that call me by my real name. You know, I worry when someone when I'm out there and people are like, what up, Raquel? I'm like, wait, well, how do you know me? My name is Roxy to you like that. <laughs> for real. Like, what's your biggest pet peeve? I have so many. Um, oh, you saw that my sister. <laughs> Her biggest pet peeve was when people you like cannot write correctly. You know what a pet peeve is, right, Ruby? Sí. What's your biggest pet peeve? Que me llamen Ruby. Como? But a veces, sometimes they, they call me like because they, they want to. It's like Rubicita, you know, like they want to be like cute, Ru- Ruby. But I hate it. <laughs> what do you mean? You hate, that's your name, Ruby. <laughs> My name is Ruby. Oh, Ruby. Ruby. Oh, but when they call you Ruby, like just regular. Ru- You're like, I'm not no. basic. Ruby. Ruby. Oh, I'm going to have to practice my tongue. <laughs> Ruby. Okay, well, check this out. I don't know if you guys heard about this, but um, on Facebook, a lot of people are disagreeing with new moms and nursing their newborns in public. Right. And you have a two year old. So mm-hmm. I want to know your opinion on this. Okay. Let alone at theme parks where all kids can see everything. Right. So some people are harping on this girl who um, was caught at Disneyland. Look it. I'm going to show you guys a photo. Mom of breastfeeding mom photo of mom breastfeeding at Disneyland gets massive backlash. Oh, my God. Why? This, so look, you, can you guys see this picture? Because she literally had her two boobs hanging out and they're like, that is so gross. So what do you guys think about breastfeeding in public? I don't think it's gross. I think your kid needs to eat. I mean, Maybe when I when I was breastfeeding, I would always try to keep something over my shoulder. But a little I'm blanket? A, I'm a modest person. That's not for everybody. I mean, you know, as I mean, a mom, I, I think you got to do what you got to do. I don't need do. to see your nipple. Right. You know? Maybe they're but, saying that because <laughs> this girl's boobs were saggy. <laughs> I don't know. Some people just don't like it in general. They just think yeah. it's not okay. Yeah. No, I mean, it's fine that they're breastfeeding, but I just, we just don't see, we don't need to see their nipples. I agree. I'm going to jump in the homo homie again. <laughs> jump we in. Have we love condition to look a blindside eye at, you know, being, seeing women, you know, breastfeed. It's natural. It's it always is. been there for, since the get go. So, is natural. It, too. It's you there. See it hanging? Kids have. <laughs> So, <laughs> hold on, hold on. Our but, girl Anthony PR, get get close to the mic, girl. Get close to the mic, because girl. your opinion is valuable. Anthony PR, in the Anthony house. PR, we love this girl. <laughs> get close to the mic. Don't be afraid. I'm here. I'm here. Get closer. closer. Right in front of it. Okay, make love to it. Make okay. love to it, girl. Okay. Open your mouth. <laughs> Open your mouth. <laughs> no. What are your thoughts on this? For real. I think that. I mean, obviously, I'm a mom. I've breastfed before, but just like Colleen said, like modestly, like her tits exactly. are completely out. Like she, and not to mention, like she looks very kind of just like 
ratchet. Like she just woke she just up. Like, Thank like, you. I don't even know if that milk is good. Thank you, boo. Y'all <laughs> like, wrong. Y'all wrong. wrong. I'm mad at that Thank milk. Thank you, baby. <laughs> oh my god, Anthony, you need your own damn podcast, girl. Because, Thank you. <laughs> I mean, I think. Listen, if it was, if this would have been like a beautiful model, girl. Let's be real. We live in a world where people discriminate. That's fucked up. But it's people true. discriminate because of the color of your skin, because you're pretty, because you're ugly. Talk to any Hollywood bouncer at any of those clubs. They will let in a pretty girl in before they let in a fat girl. And if the like, it's just that's the world we live in. Will that ever change? Probably not. It's like when you eat. You want to you want to eat close in your mouth, right? Yeah, because seriously, okay. if you're chewing like a cow, como exactly. que I don't like that. It's the same thing. You know, there's, como se dice, modales? There's, um, how do you say? Well, manners, manners. There's manners. I mean, dude, just put a little thingy just on your nipple so that baby can eat their milk. <laughs> oh, my God. How do we get onto this? No. So coming back, we're, we're going to be, we're going to keep chopping it up with our girl, Colleen. Um, Seriously, I was listening to some of your music on Spotify on my way in, and I was like, we got to talk about what inspired some of these songs. Yeah. Because now that I know you're married, I'm like, hmm, where does the song Fuck Love come from? <laughs> There's a story behind that. Okay, we're coming back on Risque with Roxy and Ruby. Hey, it's your girl Amber Rose, and you're listening to Risque with Roxy and Ruby. From one bad bitch to another, these ladies know what's up. Risque with Roxy and Ruby. All right, guys, so we are back. Welcome to Risque with Roxy and Ruby. I swear, Ruby, I'm so glad you're back, Lala. I'm so glad I'm For back. real. I missed you. I missed you, too. What are your plans for Christmas? Oh, my God. I only have one day off. One day. Okay, so what are you going to do in that one day? I'm going back to Mexico. For one day? Fuck yeah. Oh, my gosh. No, you know what? <laughs> I want to say, like, since the holidays are approaching, people are talking about, like, what they're going to do. A lot of people are traveling for the holidays. Like, when I have conversations with people, they're like, are you going to be in town, Roxy? I'm like, yeah. Unless I get, like, a sporadic random trip where I go. You know, But I you have your family in town. That's I do. I, I do have, have my family in Mexico, so I have to see them. Yeah, you know, I feel like I want to go Imagine to... Imagine me just with my little dog here. You could go to someone's house, but oh no, there's Fuck nothing no. like being with family. Imagine like with that someone's house there, like what, washing the dishes? No. <laughs> Colleen, what about you? What are your What are your plans for Christmas? Do you guys, I mean, are there any special traditions? Do you go back to Texas for Christmas? I normally do, but this year we're going to be here. My husband is playing winter ball in Mexico right now, so he's only going to get... Mexico? He's in, uh, I don't want to say it wrong, Hermosillo? Hermosillo! Hold on, so did you marry a Latino black? Black, white, what did you marry? He's black. <laughs> and he's a he's a baseball player? He is. He's just playing winter ball this year. Nice. So how okay, so how do you I mean actually I've always believed and it's like now, you know, when you go through breakups, you kind of analyze what you want, what you don't want. And I actually wouldn't mind being in a relationship with a man that travels to just like I would love to so be he could in just a so I could I just love get being my in a space. I'm sorry. So I could just get my space and I could just really miss you by the time you come back I'm just going to want to jump on it. Probably, you know what I mean? Y'all yeah. are so funny. My husband's gone 7 months out the year. Okay, hey. girl. That's why you're like how does that work for you? Let's be I real. I travel a lot. I'm I take my daughter we go um twice a month wherever he is cuz he can't come home, you know, the baseball season they they can't come home. Okay, do you love that? Yes. Uh, I love my husband. Do you love traveling to where he's at? You no, just not chill? necessarily. No, why not? <laughs> it's hard with a two-year-old traveling a lot. You know, yeah. it's, it gets tough. When she was a baby, it was so easy. 
Now I have to schedule like super early, super late, because she be in there tearing stuff up. Oh, in the airplane, right? There's nothing like traveling in an airplane. There's a crying baby. You're like, oh my god, and it's like a kid. What do you do? You know, nothing. That's, give but him a sleeping pill. Thing, give him some Nyquil. The good thing about an athlete <laughs> is no, no, that, don't do that it's just a short term. You know. Yeah. Then some. You know, you guys are gonna have your businesses or whatever yeah. you guys want to want to do. But when you're dating a singer or something that's long term, yeah, then it's like kind of forever. Yeah. So just temporary. It'll balance out. Yeah, yeah for it'll work sure. out. So are you traveling this holiday season? No, we're gonna be right here. We just be... got back from Mexico two days ago. Yeah. So we're oh, you were be in here. Mexico, Hermosillo, right? Um, we no. drove actually to Mexicali. Mexicali. You've been in the wrong places. I'm so sorry. Okay, well tell me where where are you from? Guadalajara. I've been there. Oh, really? They've played there, yep. Where? Where did I, you stay? Girl, wherever the stadium is, don't make me lie to you. That exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. You I need to be in the nice places. Okay, well, you got to tell me so next of time I go, course. I can check See, it out. See, you're giving our girls hope that are listening to this. Like, look, okay, cool. Colleen, she married an athlete. So am I. It's like a travel. Like, you know? <laughs> I want to marry a soccer player. I don't There's, know you. That's the best thing. But I want to work my way up first. So I was like, right. you know, I want to have a okay, little buffet. Okay, so I got to tell you guys, you know, I got a DM from somebody the other day. And it was like a, the most... Okay, seriously, men nowadays have no game. So this guy sends me a message, right? And I literally took a screenshot of this shit and I put him on blast. Okay, his name is... Oh my God, you're going to reveal the No, name? no, but oh. I don't think it's him because I went to... He has a verified account, but this is the way this guy started this conversation. How you doing, beautiful? Can I show you a fine-ass dick pic? Oh. If not, I understand. <laughs> and I responded, lame. He's like, I guess no. Why are you so gorgeous? Like, stupid. And then, so somebody hit me up and they're like, hey, is that Javi Baez, the real Javi Baez from the Cubs? And I'm like, I don't even know who that is. It's And so he has a verified page and they, there's this page that's like oh, just one picture. One, yeah. And I'm like, but then at the same time, anything in life is possible because these dudes probably will never hit you from a verified account. Because I've had girls that it happens to them like that, where they won't hit you from a verified account. So they you can take a screenshot and they'll hit you from an account that has... That looks like it's they will not they that's just too account. much work. So I was just like, <laughs> anyways, the wherever you are, <laughs> I put you on blast because you do not approach a woman. Can I send yes. you a dick pic? Like, I think men that are listening to this right now need to understand that a dick pic doesn't really turn a woman on like the way tits and ass turn a man on. Like we're wired differently. Can you forward right? that to me, please? Thank you. <laughs> I will. I will. And so he can get his own dick pic from you. Hey. But like, you know, seriously, like, no, but like being a married woman, you know, do you get, do you get crazy DMs sometimes or, or no? My husband is in my phone all the time. He probably deletes stuff before I see it. So I no, not that I know of. And that's really when you have like a 100% trusting relationship when your husband is in your IG, is in your Facebook, because most people, when they go up in those, I, the DMs. They're, oh, they're no, catching we don't have no slipping. secrets in, in our house. Good. <laughs> so you have his? Absolutely. <gasps> that is awesome. Passwords, everything, no secrets. That's the way it <laughs> should so when, be when so you're when, married. So when women try to like DM him, what do you do? I either respond or I delete it and I let him know, hey, what's this? And what? And I don't know. Ooh, like, she okay. just taps the Ooh, phone like, girl. snap. <laughs> What's you up? go, girl. I'm, you have to do that. You have to do those things. You got to be able to trust your husband and, and vice versa. Oh, that's awesome. 
Okay, so let's talk about let's talk about your music. Okay. Your music. I mean, you have an amazing voice. Thank you. I yes. was listening to you on Spotify, and I was like, okay, your style. And I hate to compare people, but it, you kind of gave me like a Monica vibe. I love. Monica. I lo- and I, I was like, she has to have. She has to love Monica. I do. But um, I was listening to Give and Take. Mm-hmm. I love that song. Thank you. I was listening to um, Fuck Love. Uh-huh. Okay, what inspired the song <laughs> Fuck Love? I'm actually going in to re-record that song. Actually, I'm working on that right now. Um, I was in a long-term relationship before you met your husband. Before I met my husband. And it was a little crazy, you know? So I got a lot of um, inspiration from that. Lots. Yeah, I think <laughs> I think that's when um, Selena and, like, Selena Gomez had a phenomenal album when she, or, no, no, I'm sorry, Justin Bieber had a phenomenal album when he, had, he went through his breakup with Selena Gomez. For an artist, the I think a breakup one. is, like, the it's greatest your thing your that can mm-hmm. happen because yeah. all your songs become relatable to everybody absolutely just like chris brown Cause after, they're real because yeah and rihanna's album after her her breakup with chris brown what what was the name of rihanna's album it was oh, phenomenal she's though. had a lot of good ones yeah, yeah but that one you could tell there was one it was about it was like a jamaican beat but it was talk it was talking about like how she got beat and i was like ooh, that that had to be about chris you know and you're over here like yeah as a fan of both of their music you're like yeah that was about chris Artists definitely use their, you know, situations, good, bad, ugly, whatever, as therapy. It's, it's the easiest way to kind of move through it. Yeah, know? seriously. There's that we, times yeah. that I listen to Jennifer Lopez or Mark Anthony, too, list, like their songs, and I'm like, I wonder if that's for Jennifer. I wonder if that's for <laughs> now. Now I'm sure Jennifer's over Mark because of A-Rod, right? Like, how gorgeous is A-Rod in person, Ruby? He is. She said, <gasps> yeah, and I didn't used to like him, but when you meet him, you're like, hmm. Yeah, gorgeous. He is gorgeous. And yeah. she's more gorgeous, but when you meet him, he's just too much. Yeah, we're coming up on the way over here listening to to your music and it's amazing. Like we saw the transition and oh, it's, it's great. You. It's 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 great to see an artist and when they have one album and it transition to another album and it's it's like a storyline. Yeah. You create your own storyline. Yeah. So you know, you fuck love. I'm like, oh my god, <laughs> fucking that guy, this guy. <laughs> and then and, and then now you have your new stuff, which is the high life, I believe, right? Yeah. It's like sounds really good. Thank and you. Your voice and your tone and your placement is crisp, clean and clear. Okay, and the reason he says yeah. this is because let him know. Eddie guy, Eric, he went to, uh, he was part of a conservatory. I was, a, uh, I was in a, a three-year music conservatory program. I have So he's like, pitch. she's like a high school. Oh, so, you, you better go So man. I'm a first tenor. But uh, for me, mu- when I listen to music, I listen to the voice and I listen to the placement, the tone. Yeah. If you're hitting. You're a the, musician. If hit, yeah. If you're hitting those notes right, then okay. If I'm not going, ah, you know, like not squinting my eyes and screeching, you know, like nails on a chalkboard. But if you have that great tone and that great placement, which you do. Um, Thank yeah, you. Yeah, that's it. I look for that and that, that shows that that's a good artist that Thank you put in your work you. so congratulations yeah he was like uh, she has a crispy clear voice he totally was like she's the like a, what girl. did you Chris, say she's like an alto soprano she's what did like you call a, a coloratura she's a, like a, a counter a counter soprano alto you would say so she has her low ranges which is really good because we heard that Tamar cover Anthony. right so love and war so. <laughs> who are some of the artists that you like because you cover Tamar Right? She's yeah. dope. I love Tamar Braxton. I love Tamar. But like, who are other artists like Whitney? Did you love Whitney? Like, who are some of your who girls? Did, that like, Whitney uh, was so uh-huh. effortless. Like, I watch her sing to this day when I go look at videos on YouTube. It's just like, effortless. Like, she's she not even like, I love Whitney. Um, my uh, Present day, Jasmine Sullivan. Oh, I, I love, love Jasmine yes. Sullivan. Of course, Beyonce. Um, Monica. I love Brandy. Um, Aaliyah. 
I mean, just, I mean, there's so much talent out. Yeah. Did you ever get your voice trained or did, is that natural? I did. You I did. did. I started taking vocal lessons at like 10. Do you still? I do. Really? Good, I do. Good. So like for anybody out there that, because there's a lot of people I think that are trying to make YouTube videos that have some type of talent and you could kind of hear it. But would you recommend anybody that's, that knows they have the potential, like, do, is it mandatory to get vocal training? Or some I, people just got it. Because I feel like I, Beyonce is one of those talent that I'm like, I feel like she just got it. I or has she like trained her voice? At, I feel like everybody should. As an athlete, you have to work out. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's the same thing. It's just, and it's tutorials on YouTube. Not to say that you got to go spend a bunch of money, but it's just mm -hmm. about, you know, fine-tuning and figuring out what you need and, and kind of, you know, just go at it every day. Yeah. yeah, it's all about the training. Let me tell you, and I've been through it. And if honestly, if you listen to people who sing in opera, mm -hmm. that's true vocalship. Mm -hmm. That it, that takes powerful, control, powerful, powerful control absolutely. for you to project your voice to the back of the damn room. Yep. Let me tell you, I can sing, but yeah, I'm I'm under the weather right now. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> so my no, I just got over a cold, so my voice is really not up to par at the moment. But I could sing if I if I would if I would try to do it, but it's gonna come out very crappy. So like I said, perfect pitch, my intonation is not gonna be cute. But yeah, it takes if you listen to operatics and like I like the Nia Naptrepko, she's amazing. If you ever ever listen to her, but uh, yeah, it'll be a, a perfect training ground for anybody who wants to sing. Yeah, so. I think so. So Colleen, you've actually written hits for Grammy Award winning singers. My first and latest placement, I co-wrote on the Seagram's Gin campaign for Kelly Rowland. What? Ooh. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Like, do you like doing that better? Or is your, like, what do you like? Like writing, There's, knowing that you can get a placement or, or doing your own shit too? Because, I mean, both are pretty powerful. Yeah, it's a different feeling. You know, when you go in and you write for somebody else, it's fun because you kind of get to be in their world. You know, you get to kind of create mind. and put this puzzle together of what they're trying to, you know, do and say. And, you know, so that process is fun. Going in for me is like therapy. When I go into the studio, I just... I let it all out. I, you know, it's a different process. I love to perform, you know, because then you get to see the work that you put in. You get to see how people respond to that. So it's so multifaceted. I, I love every part of it. I love rehearsal, you know? Yeah, exactly. Because it's so raw. And like the high life, that's your latest single right yes. now, right? Like why the high life? Because you're married. You're just, are you where you want to be? You know, it's funny, this song, um, a guy that I worked with a long time ago reached out to me and he said, hey, I have this record, I really want you to hear it, I think it would be great for you. And I heard it and I thought it was amazing, it was High Life. This is actually the first song that I've released that I did not write on. But I thought that it was important to do a record like this because I am in a good space in my life and I am in love and, you know, in a good place and I want to be able to have that balance and put out music that... Um, touches on every aspect of love yeah i love it ruby are you in love you're over here are you in love yes Edgar, what, <laughs> that, what that looks like us? a yes <laughs> yeah play it i want i want to hear i want to hear the song right, we're gonna take a little we, snippet of it so let me know how it sounds right okay i'll tell you how it sounds dale, dale, dale. back it up a little bit opportunity was nothing in the form of a yes. Curiosity was fun with the liquor, so you know I had to try it. Yeah, see, you got that night night, and I got that, I got that sleep tight. Oh, what you wanna do? Look like I don't have a clue from us, I won't bite it. Uh -huh. I wanna give you what you need. Damn, I oh love my God. it. Satisfaction, get 
Satisfaction guaranteed. No, listen, I my favorite genre of music is R&B. Me, Me too. and Ruby. Remember yeah. when we were driving back from Vegas, Ruby? And yes. we were rocking out to like R&B and we were just like, it elevates my mood. Like Me I too. love salsa. I love Celia Cruz. You love like trap. I love trap. I love Spanish but trap. But I love R&B. But R&B yeah. is like that that genre of music that will always elevate my mood yeah, and you're you're a natural r&b artist well thank you yes girl do you ever sing to your man because listen I, somebody <laughs> asked me the other day if you could have one thing that you don't have what would it be and i was like i would have an amazing voice to sing like a natural amazing voice that's so cool. you know like not not like that train voice that yeah. voice where you, you know i've always loved when people like uh that's what is that called vibrato, when you, vibrato. yeah I'm like when she people said, uh, I'm like, uh, 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 that shaking of your voice. Mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah, and it doesn't it. come naturally to everybody. Yeah, and when it doesn't, it sounds horrible. Oh, you know what I mean. And people got to be honest with people if they can't sing. Like with you, you're a natural talent. Thank you. You know, do you Thank sing to you. your husband? We're so goofy. I mean, when I perform, I sing to him. Yes, if he's in the crowd, I just lock in on him. Mm-hmm. Um. Outside of that, it at probably home, goes down like, that night. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Outside of that, not really. My daughter actually can really sing, and she's only two. It's amazing to see, and How? she loves to sing. She she just can. I don't I don't know. She has she the natural singing? vibrato. She does. No, I'm not lying. That'd be cute. I'm not lying. I'm gonna show y'all a video when we get down to. I'm not lying. Wow, well, you're you're creating <laughs> a little start. Okay, Mama, how can people find you on Instagram? Facebook is it all the same all across the board? All the same at Colleen Cruzo, C O L I N E C R E U Z O T. Yeah, Cruzo. It's spelled. Is that like what, what kind of last name is that? It's French. I'm it's Creole, French. Yes. Oh, you're Creole. That he was <laughs> like. Told you. I, I bet told you she's you. Creole. Yeah. Well, it sounds like it's French because I know it's Creole. <laughs> okay, and before we leave, just like if you could give anybody out there right now that is going through something tough. Mm-hmm hope right because the holidays are around the corner and people seem to get very melancholy around this time the Mm -hmm. holiday blues are like in full effect for a lot of people like what would you tell and and not necessarily people that are trying to pursue music just Mm -hmm. anybody that may be going through anything what would be your like words of wisdom right now to that to that person keep going Stay prayed up and just take it one day at a time. Just keep going. Keep your eye on the prize. Whatever that is, whatever it is that you want, you think it and you speak it into existence and you just keep going. Ooh, soulmate, you're somewhere out there. I know this. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys, this has been another episode of Risque with Roxy and Ruby. Ruby, you have to to rock, okay? Yes, I'm so tired. I've been up since three in the morning. Ruby, you don't sleep enough, mama. I know. Have you been okay? If you don't sleep, are you are you sexually deprived too, or are you good on that department? I'll see you next week. (laughs) (laughs) Bye, Felipe. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. 
Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.